This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 161. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. I'm really happy to be here today recording another episode for you. It's very cold and snowy here in Michigan right now, and I'm stuck inside. So what better way to spend my time than talking to all of you lovely people? If you've heard me before, you know that I like to be outside. I like to keep busy. But here in Michigan right now, there's snow and ice on the sidewalks, and it's really difficult. So I really have to be inside, but I feel that each day that we wake up healthy is a good day. So let's make this one count. And what I want to do today is learn something together. But before we get into that, I'd like to remind you that I offer free coaching on my website. So if you'd like to try life coaching on for size, if you've never tried it before, you can go there to sign up for free coaching with me. Coaching is designed to help you figure out your brain and why it might be holding you back from doing the things that you want to do. It's not me telling you what to do. It's more like me showing you your thoughts and your mindset to help you create better thinking that serves you well. So if you want to talk to me about life coaching, if you're just curious about it, or if you're interested in trying it, go to my website, juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com, and you will find a place there to schedule a meeting with me, and we can either coach or talk about it or both. And if you decide it's something that you enjoy, we can try it out. Also on my website, I would love to have you sign up for my Wednesday Weekly Words. It's just a short email that I send every Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. It's different every week, and it's just a short offering. Sometimes I take a little snippet from my blog. Sometimes it's just random things that I'm thinking about or that have interests me, um, but they're designed to help you coach yourself and things that you can use throughout your week to feel better, to think better, to do better. So please sign up for those um, by leaving your email address there on my website. If you can't do that, you can actually email me as well, jacapeldvm at gmail.com, and I'll get you on that list. I do not use the email addresses for marketing, at least not at this time. So if you give me your email address, you will be safe. So go sign up for my Wednesday Weekly Words. Today, I want to talk about working to develop a growth mindset. We spent much of January talking about getting our goals in order, getting the dreams out of your head, and we talked about specific steps that, so that you can start creating the life that you want. We talked about reflecting on the past year, dreaming big, and sometimes even small dreams and goals that we want to accomplish. Not every dream that you have needs to be huge, but I want you to meet them all, and I want you to dream huge and reach all your goals. So that was kind of our January focus. And if you remember, on one of the podcasts, I mentioned that I had a goal to read more and read more books specifically about self-development, leadership, coaching, and all the things that will help both you and I get better and do better. 
So in January, I exceeded my goal and I read some great books and now I'm developing lessons with those books. So this podcast is coming directly from one of the books that I read and the book is called The Growth Mindset Coach by Ann Brock and Heather Hundley. The subtitle is A Teacher's Month-by-Month Handbook for Empowering Students to Achieve. So this book is set up for teachers of school children, and it's laid out in that way. It's laid out as a month-to-month exercise for school teachers, and it offers techniques and things that teachers can use to help push their students into more of a growth mindset and allow those students to learn to think more growth-minded than fix-minded. And so I, when I started reading this book, I wasn't really um, looking for a book on teaching, but I found it very helpful. So I think this lesson that we're going to do today or this conversation, it's going to be helpful for you to figure out if you lean more towards being a fixed thinker or if you are more of a growth thinker. And then how do we improve on that? How do we take ourselves if we're fixed? and move us into more of a growth mindset. So that's what we're going to do today. Now, in 2006, a woman named Carol Dweck, who was a professor at Stanford University, published a book called Mindset. And in that book, she studied people over about 30 years and discovered that success was not tied to their talent or their intelligence but it was more tied to their mindset and the way they thought about things and challenges. So she came up with this idea of fixed versus growth mindset. And a lot of the things that these teachers bring to this book are from that premise. So they've basically springboarded off of um, her work in order to create this book for teachers. Now, a fixed mindset is defined as the belief that we are born with a fixed amount of intelligence and ability. People in this mindset are prone to avoiding challenges and failures, so they don't work towards learning and growing. Now, a growth mindset is defined as the belief that with practice, perseverance, and effort, people have a limitless potential to learn and grow. People that operate in this mindset take challenges, and are not concerned with making mistakes or failing. They focus on progress and growth. And that's really something that we want to do, right? In order to move forward in any sense in our life, we have to embrace the growth. It goes for our work. It goes for our home life. It goes for self-help, all of these things. So just the fact that you're listening to this podcast probably means that on some level you have a growth mindset because you're trying to improve your mind by listening to me and having me bring you some interesting information. So hopefully I'm doing that for you today. So now in this book, it's explained to us that there is a fixed mindset and a growth mindset in everyone. So we all have both, right? We can choose the way we want to see things that face us and the things that come up in our day-to-day. We can face them with a fixed mindset and feel stuck, or we can face them with a growth mindset and feel like there's things that we can do to move towards the challenge. So when we're really young, 
were very much in growth mindset. Small children, babies, toddlers, young children are usually in a growth mindset. They haven't been poisoned, so to speak, by life. So most toddlers don't worry about failure or making mistakes. They just keep trying things until they succeed. It doesn't mean that they don't get frustrated. It doesn't mean that they don't get upset when they don't succeed. But it really does mean that they don't usually give up. So have you ever seen a baby learning to walk or a toddler trying to walk? They'll start to crawl and they'll get pretty good at that. And then they'll start to pull up on things and stand up. And as they do that, their legs give out on them and they fall. And they, you know, kind of bounce off their butt. And most of the time, it's not a big deal. They just go, oops, I fell. They try it again. They try it again. And then once they get pretty good at standing, they start to take a few steps. And then once they have the ability to balance a little bit, they take more steps and then they just kind of take off and go. So all the falling that comes with the learning to walk, they don't really seem to let that bother them. They do it, they might give up for a little bit and crawl, but then they always try again. There's very, very few people that ever get beyond being a toddler not walking, right? It's just something that's innate in us. We just want to do it. So we really do have a growth mindset right from the beginning. Babies aren't embarrassed when they fall, usually. They might get a little hurt, but they're not embarrassed. They're not worried about what people think of them, not like we are as adults. Once we get to an age where we know what others are thinking or they may be judging us, that's when we start to fear failure, right? So we get to that point where we're like, oh, well, I don't want to do anything wrong because someone might laugh at me. Or what if I fall? Someone might laugh at me. They might judge me. And then that's where that fixed mindset comes from. And then sometimes even it comes from things people said to us. So keep in mind when you're doing this work, that some of us are deeply fixed in our mindset because of something someone said to us when we were young. Some teacher insulted us or a parent told us something that we weren't capable of or they discouraged us. And sometimes parents discourage us out of worry because they don't want us to get hurt emotionally or even physically. And so we have areas where we feel confident in growing and then we have areas where we feel very fixed. So as we're going through this and talking about this fixed and growth mindset, just be aware that you have both. And we just want to work on our fixed mindset a little bit to expand and grow. So I'm going to read you a series of 10 statements that come from this book. And it basically helps us see if you generally fall more in a fixed mindset as a general rule or a growth mindset, because it's kind of a spectrum, right? So I'm going to read the 10 statements, and if you're able to, pick the ones that are true for you. And then once I read them, we're going to talk about what they mean, okay? So here we go. Number one, there are just some things that I'll never be good at. Number two, when I make a mistake, I try to learn from it. Number three, when others do better than me, I feel threatened. Number four. I enjoy getting out of my comfort zone. Number five, when I show others I'm smart or talented, I feel successful. Number six, I feel inspired by the success of others. Number seven, I feel good when I can do something others cannot. Number eight, 
it's possible to change how intelligent you are. Number nine, you shouldn't have to try to be smart. You just are or you aren't. Number 10, I enjoy taking on a new challenge or task with which I am unfamiliar. Okay, so I bet if you listen to those, you can kind of figure out which ones are fixed and which ones are growth, right? So the odd-numbered statements indicate fixed mindset, and the even-numbered ones indicate growth. So just kind of get an overall idea of where you're at on that spectrum, because that will help you a lot in trying to change if, if this is something that you want to do. And don't put a lot of judgment around it, right? These are just your tendencies. Now, Carol Dweck, when she identified this growth and fixed mindset, she broke it down into five key areas. So the five areas are challenges, obstacles, effort, criticism, and the success of others. And so I'm going to read a couple of statements for each of these areas. So the situation would be a challenge. And so if you're presented with a challenge, there's two ways to look at it. The fixed mindset way would be challenges are avoided to maintain the appearance of intelligence. The growth mindset way would be challenges are embraced, stemming from a desire to learn. The second one is obstacles. So if you're presented with an obstacle, the fixed mindset would cause you to give up and the growth mindset would have you persevere in the face of an obstacle. The third one is effort. So the fixed mindset, when there's having to put in effort to a particular task, they view that as a negative. And if they have to try hard, they think of it as they're not very smart or they're not talented enough. So the growth mindset would be more like doing hard work and putting in effort helps us pave the path to success. In the face of criticism, someone in a fixed mindset would ignore negative feedback. And this might be an interesting thing to think about when you're dealing with a team member that has a tendency to be very negative when it comes to criticism, is they may be the type of person that is more on that fixed mindset scale, right? The growth mindset person in the face of criticism would see it as providing important feedback so they can learn from the mistakes that they made. And then the fifth one would be how we see the success of others. So in a fixed mindset, we would see other people's success as a threat, and it would make us feel insecure and vulnerable. But if we have a growth mindset, other people's success is a source of inspiration and education. So as I'm reading through all that and talking about those two different mindsets for these five different challenges or um, situations, I guess you would say, is it really brings to mind the way that you can kind of look at, the, at other people around you and see if you can kind of tell if they're working with more of a growth or a fixed mindset. And this book offers ways to teach the people in your environment to lean more towards growth. And so this is something that you could actually use in your practice to try to figure out where everybody's head's at as far as change and growth. Because if you have a very fixed mindset overall in your practice, 
or you have a big growth mindset, but everybody else doesn't, it's going to be really difficult to get people to come on board with change. But if you have people that are more in that growth mindset, it's going to be much easier to implement something new, right? So this might be a really good exercise to use in your practice to try to allow people to see whether they're in fixed or growth. Now, if you're going to teach this in a practice setting, you want to make sure that your brain isn't stuck in fixed mindset. Because if you really are stuck and not wanting to grow, you have to fix that first so then you can teach it to others. Okay, I'm going to go through some more examples of this fixed mindset versus growth mindset. And I'm taking them from the book, but I'm going to try to change them to be applicable to our practice. So in a fixed mindset, someone might think that CE or continuing education is really boring. I never learn anything at these meetings. When you have someone come into the practice, I I think it's boring. When we have a speaker, I don't learn anything. That would be someone that's in a fixed mindset. In a growth mindset, the person would probably think, CE is fun. I'll listen with an open mind. I might be able to get some new ideas. I will actively look for new ideas during a continuing education. That is more of a growth mindset person. A fixed mindset person about a client might say, this client's driving me crazy. He wants a progress update every day, every five minutes. This person calls all the time. That person is in a fixed mindset. A growth mindset, someone might say, this client is really interested. They're very invested in their pet. I need to find a way to communicate with this client to make this more productive. And I think you can kind of see the difference there, right? We all do the first one. This client is driving us crazy. We don't want to give them a progress report every five minutes. But if we can think more in growth, it might be maybe we're not communicating with them properly. Maybe we're not making them feel secure when we give them a progress report. And so if we did communicate better with them and gave them more instruction, maybe things would be better for us. Another fixed mindset statement would be, I'll never be as good a veterinarian as he or she is. And sometimes that's part of our imposter syndrome, right? Our growth mindset would say, I should ask this veterinarian to be my mentor so I can learn from her or him. Or I should run this case by this other individual doctor because they're very intelligent and they might teach me something. That would be more of a growth mindset. Another fixed mindset statement might be, this client doesn't follow my instructions. They're not going to change. They're not going to do what I ask them to do. I might as well just give up. A growth mindset would be, how can I use this client's interest in their pet to engage them in its care? Or how do I make them more passionate about the care? And so they'll be more willing to do what I'm asking them to do. So I'm guessing you see the difference, right? There's ways to think about things that we can't change and just accepting them that they're not going to change. And then the other side of it is we know that they can change. We just have to figure out how. And when you're in a growth mindset and when you have that attitude, you will be much more likely to share with your clients the things that you really want to passionately share about your job. 
if you think of it as just a brick wall that you're running into with any given person, whether it be a client or a team member or any kind of situation, and you give up, that is you indulging in that fixed mindset. Part of your brain, right? It's part of that chihuahua brain. They want us to stay safe. They want us to stay out of the challenges and out of the pool, so to speak. So remember that your fixed mindset is part of that primitive brain that doesn't want you to challenge it, doesn't want you to put it in danger, so to speak, because a growth mindset puts you out there, right? It puts you into the limelight. It focuses people on you. If you step out to be different, to grow, then you're going to be a target. So the best example that I can come up with for this, for me, is when I was a younger veterinarian and I was really interested in practice management and I wasn't yet the owner, I wasn't yet the manager, I was just an associate veterinarian, is I was very passionate about teamwork and getting the team together and coming up with unique ideas to try to create lessons for our meetings and get people to feel more on board, um, creating kind of a camaraderie in the practice. But the practice was very stuck in this is the way we do it because the gentlemen, the two gentlemen that owned the practice before I did were amazing, amazing veterinarians, but they didn't push the people to change or grow in, in a big way. I mean, medically, yes, they were great at medical growth, but actual, you know, teamwork and meetings and trying to get people, you know, in a practice management situation where they could improve, it just wasn't their thing. And so when I started to encourage the team to get together to meet or to play games, to create more teamwork, they were really, really uncomfortable. All the team members, they just couldn't get on board. There were very few that thought that this was an interesting idea. And so they were all kind of stuck in this fixed mindset that they had been in for years. And so here I come in as this young veterinarian with all these ideas and, you know, they're looking at me like I'm crazy. And maybe I was a little bit, but creating an environment for learning and growth was something that I was passionate about. And so just remembering that you have to take people from where they are and start small in order to move them to where, where you want them to be, especially if you're one of those people that really loves the growth mindset. Just remember that you have to do it in small steps and in a patient way. And you have to encourage people, give them the right reasons to want to change. Okay, so if you feel like you're more of a fixed thinker and you want to change that, there are some ways to do it. So first of all, acknowledging it is a really good first step, is just understanding when you speak like a fixed thinker and when you speak like a growth thinker, being aware of the way you respond to challenges, being aware of the way you respond to obstacles. I know sometimes when something comes up in my day, it's been going really smoothly and all of a sudden something comes up, right? Like a dental, you know, you guys all know that dentals aren't my favorites. If all of a sudden I have to pull a tooth and it's really difficult, the first part of my brain wants to be fixed and just say, I'm not good at dentals. I don't, I'm not good at extractions. I don't know how to do it. Like that's the first thing, first place my brain wants to go. 
So my brain is very wired when it comes to doing dental work in that fixed mindset. However, if I know that about myself and I hear myself saying that, that I'm not good at dentals or I don't know what I'm doing, I can stop myself and say, no, that's not really true. You have taken all this dental CE. You know how to do an extraction properly. It may not be your favorite thing to do, but you do have the skills. And if you're patient and you move forward in a patient, methodical way, this tooth will come out and everything will be fine. Rather than giving into my fixed mindset panic, right? The first time I have, you know, a dental with six teeth to be pulled that are in there like rocks. So just be aware of the way you respond to challenges and then work to change the way you think about them. And it, it is going to be something that keeps coming back up, right? If you have something that, you know, plagues you like me and my dentals, but I'm perfectly capable of doing them and I do them all the time. I just, I want to go to that fixed mindset because it's easier, right? It's easier to stay in fixed because it gets you off the hook and we don't want to be off the hook. We want to keep growing and learning and developing and doing better. That's what it's all about. So if you find you're in fixed mindset, let's just do one little exercise to get you moving away from it, right? So if you have a tendency more towards all those things we talked about that were fixed, then let's develop a smart goal in order to get you moving more towards a growth mindset. So first, you need to write down and describe your growth mindset goal. And it can be one tiny, small thing. Let's, see, let's say you feel deficient in dental work, like I used to. And you're like, okay, I don't want to quit because I don't want to be in fixed. I want to grow. So take one small step. Your specific goal would be to attend a CE on surgical extractions or something like that or on reading dental radiographs or something. So get a specific growth mindset goal and make sure that you make it measurable so you can track your progress towards it. Write down some specific action steps towards that goal and make sure that you have a time frame, right? Because that's important. And be kind to yourself, be realistic. Don't expect that you're gonna go from fixed mindset to growth mindset overnight. You know, some people are really optimistic and they take on challenges easily and they enjoy change. And for those people, going from fixed to growth is easier. But if you're very much deeply buried in fixed mindset, but you just really long to get out of that, be patient with yourself. Realize that this thought pattern that you have that's fixed has developed in you over the whole course of your life. And it's probably been reinforced. By various people. You know, you'll say, well, I'm not that smart. And they'll say, yeah, you're not. <laughs> and they'll move you into the, the dumb category. Or you'll say that something went wrong and they'll say, oh, well, don't try that again because you might get hurt. You know, don't try to get into vet school a second time because what if you don't get in the second time? And you'll be heartbroken again. You'll be crushed. Or I failed, uh, you know, a test in veterinary school. And maybe I should just drop out. No, you shouldn't. You need to work and move forward and work and move forward and overcome those failures. That's what growth mindset is all about. But just be patient with yourself. So it would make me very happy this week 
If I knew that you each chose a fixed mindset that you have about anything, it can be anything. I'm not good at dancing. I'm not good at singing. Um, I'm not good with my diet. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to think of things. I don't like winter. That's one of mine. I'm really in this fixed mindset right now about the snow. Like I I can't get out in the snow and walk my dogs because I just can't, right? No, I can. I just have to be careful that I don't fall on the ice. I can walk in the snow so I don't slip. Like there's ways to get out of my fixation on the weather, right? So pick one small thing and go through these steps with yourself and try to figure out where your brain is at about it and then set yourself a little goal. And it doesn't have to be anything dramatic, but just start to work on one little goal at a time. And as you open up your brain to being more growth-centered rather than fixed, you will grow that muscle. You'll get better at it each time. Each time a challenge comes up, it'll get easier for you to take. Each time you fail, it will get easier for you to get back up and do it all over again. So just try it. One little thing. That's all you have to do. And if you have a team that works around you or with you at your hospital, try it with your team. Maybe at the next staff meeting, try to set one small growth goal and get your team out of that fixed mindset of all clients are a pain and curbside is terrible and clients are mean, you know, all those fixed thoughts that we have. So if you do that, please share it with me. You can email me at jacapeldvm at gmail.com. I would love to hear what you're doing with this information that I'm bringing you. This book that I'm sharing with you right now has a lot of other aspects to it. So I plan to do another podcast about this subject again at some point. But I just wanted to give you a taste of it so you could start to use it in your everyday life. Okay, I have a couple of quotes for you because I know you love those. The first one's from Dale Carnegie, and it says, Most of the important things in the world have been accomplished by people who have kept on trying when there seemed no hope at all. And another one that I really liked is from Stephen Curry, and it says, Success is not an accident. Success is a choice. So if that doesn't say growth mindset, I don't know what does. Okay, I appreciate you being here with me this week. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review or just share it with your friends. I would love to have more people listening to us. If you like the guests that I've been having on, I've been trying to get kind of a variety of people, some in the veterinary field, some that aren't, um, some coaches, just people with differing interests. If you like that, please let me know. I enjoy it so much. I love interviewing people and having them on the podcast. And I'd love to hear what you think about it. So just drop me a line. So go procure your growth mindset this week. And I'll see you next time. Bye.